So welcome back, welcome back everybody. I am your host, Missy Lewis. This is Black Girl Coffee Shop, where we sip coffee and not tea. So I have tried to make this episode probably like three times, about two or three times. And I couldn't really gauge what I wanted to talk about because I think like I was holding back and trying to sugarcoat stuff and then like trying to wait until um, sometimes people, sometimes we wait until we get through stuff to share with people. So it's like, you know, uh, we feel like we've overcome it. We we have overcome it, <laughs> overcome it. <laughs> so I feel like that's why I felt when I would replay them back and listen to them and I'm just like, something's not right. Like I don't sound like myself. I sound sugarcoated. I sound not, not, uh, not as authentic as I ought to be. And, um, I really did. I tried, it's probably like my third time trying to record and I wanted to get to the place that I normally do when I tell my stories or, um, tell my truth. And so just like I started this podcast, I started this podcast to be able to journal how I feel and include other people and express how I feel. And there's other people going through the same situations and different things. Um, So here it is. So when I tell you, when I tell you anxiety is real, anxiety is real. Anxiety is the realest thing and I know a lot of people are dealing with anxiety right now due to COVID, but um, I've actually been formally diagnosed with anxiety, with an anxiety disorder um, that I've had going on. It's been untreated for years. And um, it was untreated for years because part of those years, I never really spoke about it. When I went to therapy, I didn't, I, I never really steadily went to therapy because a lot of my own, the, the reason why black people don't go to therapy in the beginning is because of pride, because we think that we can just pray it away. We think that, um, and prayer does work, don't get me wrong, but the Lord put therapists here and psychiatrists here for a reason. So for uh, years, I was not fully aware of what was wrong with me as far as me having anxiety and going through and feeling the way that I felt. So I didn't understand it, so I just pushed it out of my mind and continued to work. Um, and then when I would go to my therapy sessions, I was always thinking about something else. I was always thinking about things that I had to do, which is part of anxiety. You're always thinking and worrying and stuff like that. I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'd literally be in my therapy sessions and not really be focused on me. I'd be focused on everybody else. And so years and years of not being focused on me um, basically came to a boiling point where my anxiety became overwhelming and I started having anxiety attacks. My first anxiety attack was in 2018, um, May 2018. And I had, I was on the phone with one of my friends and we were talking and the conversation was cool. I was chatting or whatever. And then um, I was sitting down to do my homework and I don't know if I overwhelmed myself or I felt overwhelmed or whatever situation may be, but that's, that's when my first anxiety attack happened. And I want to talk about some of the some of the symptoms that I've had as anxiety. First of all, 
I'm nowhere near a medical professional, so don't quote me on anything. I'm talking about my own phys physical body that belongs to me. So some of the symptoms that I've had with anxiety are headaches and I didn't, I just recently started getting headaches due to my anxiety because I don't normally get headaches. Um, so, okay, this is how, it, this is how, it, no, this is how it's been going because I've been having rapid, I've been having rapid um, anxiety attacks for the last couple months. And so um, my body usually feels, um, I go, I go, through, especially, so being in the military, we have been, and being a, um, a non-commissioned officer, you are designed to be able to, they, they teach us how to multitask. Your, your job is to be able to multitask and think about the next thing. You're supposed to be able to foreshadow what can happen next between with your own, your own self and with your, your people, that you, your, your soldiers, your section, and stuff like that. You have to be um, so many things to so many people. You have to be a therapist. You have to be a, a freaking Uber for some soldiers. You have to uh, be an an, a marriage counselor. You got to be a counselor within itself. You have to be a teacher. You have to be a role model. You have to be a safety officer because, you know, safety is important. So there's all these things that you have to be, and then you have to take care of yourself. So with those going on through my head and thinking that my mind became, um, and not to mention I had a combat deployment in 2013 around the time I first came in. So all of this put into a, a, a box created a almost a beautiful disaster. And so going back to the type of symptom, the type of symptoms that I have, symptoms such as um, headaches. Um, so with, with, with all the things that go on in my life, it with all the things that go on in my life, um, it first for years it only started in my mind. So my mind be racing and racing and racing and racing of all the things that I had going on and all the scenarios and all this other type of stuff. So you have that. That's the first. That's like step number one when I when it comes to me and my panic attacks. So I have all these things going on. Um, and then after my mind's racing, I. Uh, I started having pains in my arm, in my in my uh, in my right arm. I, that started in 2017, which I didn't pay attention to it. I started having pains in my right arm. Um, my blood pressure was high when I went to the doctor, but people always, um, I'm not overweight, so it was like I wasn't relaxed. And then they would always take my blood pressure again, and then it'd be fine, um, whatever situation may be. Uh, so I would have shooting pains in my in my right arm, and then um, that was concerning. But I was like, I talked to the doctor about it, and then we at that time I wasn't aware of what anxiety was, and I wasn't really thinking about anxiety because I'm thinking about a million different things at once. And so um, um, my anxiety started to spill over into other things. But okay, let me get back to my physical phys my physical form when it comes to anxiety. So shooting pains in my arm, headaches, my limbs become cold. So my arms and legs become numb and my fingers become cold. Um, I become, either I have a headache or I feel lightheaded. 
um, what else? My chest becomes, this is the new one. This is the newest, the latest. My chest becomes really tight. Um, and that's concerning. So imagine having anxiety and you're overthinking everything. Not to mention we have COVID going on. So we have COVID going on. So I'm like, yo, do I got the COVIDs or what? Like, do I got the Rona? And then my, um, sometimes, so that, that was the newest one. And then my, my throat, like my, my throat would become, it felt like it was tighter and I couldn't breathe. Like I couldn't get air. Um, properly. So then everything that's happening to you makes you panic because you've been panicking. You've been slowly leading up to this, this, this panic attack, this anxiety attack. So now that this is happening to you and your body is reacting to it, it makes you, it puts you in more of a panic. So literally like I go into this mode and I'm, it, it becomes a force in my body. So whether whether or not whether or not I want to embrace what's happening to me, it's coming out. It's almost like if you go to some bad restaurant and you have to throw up, you can't you can't just be like, no, I don't want to throw up and just um, avoid it. An anxiety attack when it's coming through, when it's pushing through because of all the things you've been worrying about, all the feelings that you suppressed, it's pushing through. There's no no there's no stopping it. There's you have to combat it before it gets to the to the boiling point is what I'm saying. So when it gets to the boiling point and it's coming out, there's no way to really stop it. When it gets to that that edge, you you almost have to take measures. And what I'm learning now is beforehand, before it gets to that boiling point, because. of So many things. So those are some of my physical some of the physical things that happen to me when I have a panic and when I have an anxiety attack. It, oh, my head is spinning. My head is spinning, so I'm dizzy. Um, head spinning, chest hurting, limbs. My fingers are cold. My limbs are numb or tingling. And it's almost like, you know, and I hate to say this, but you know when you're drunk and you finally throw up, and then once you throw up, you feel better? It's like that. Once the, the anxiety attack pushes through my body, and there's, I, I'm waving my, I, the, the, my physical expression when it's coming through my body is me panicked, waving my arms. Sometimes I will, sometimes it will bring tears to my eyes because I'm not sure what's going on. Um, and I don't feel like I want to cry, but I feel like I want to cry. Like I'm not crying, but I feel like I want to cry because I'm not sure what's happening to my body at that moment. Um, and especially the first couple of times I had panic attacks, I had my anxiety attacks, it, it was very alarming to me. And I've been to the hospital. Oh, man. So I've been to the hospital at the emergency room a few times because I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, my first panic attack, I went to the hospital. Um, my second one, I went to the hospital. And then my third one, I went to the hospital. Um, I went to the hospital earlier this year. Because the, the panic attack, my symptoms started becoming different. So I'm like, is this a panic attack or is this something else? Because my symptoms started to get more severe. They started to, some of these symptoms only, they didn't come all at the same time. They would be different symptoms at different times, whether my head was spinning, my arm was hurting, my chest was hurting. These, once my anxiety and me being anxious all the time started to increase and me worrying all the time started to increase and all that type of stuff, my um, symptoms became different. They became different. And so 
every time a new symptom came, I'm like, no, this is something else. So, so now you got, you have, you're in the midst of, you're in the midst of a panic attack, but you're worried and you're anxious about what is going on with the panic attack. It's like a circle of what the hell. And so, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a very scary thing. And I am taking measures now to combat the situation and working on techniques and um, affirmations. And because anxiety comes from worrying, it comes from thinking, it comes from pushing yourself too hard mentally and not giving your mind a break. So I'm working on things of like affirmations and, you know, going, going in, inside myself and really um, taking care of myself mentally. Um, what else? And so, uh, those are some of the things that's been going on is my anxiety. And so I just wanted to share that because there's other people probably going on, having the same issues and things going on in their life. And then coming and then getting back into my self-care and self-love regimen because I'm not saying by no means am I saying I don't love myself. I love myself dearly, but I, I had to take the, I have to, if I don't properly take the time to take care of myself, because we take care of ourselves as far as making sure we have clothes, making sure we don't go out looking busted, making sure we have a, you know, we have a nice dependable car. We make sure that we have food. We make sure that we have water. Um, I have to take care of myself mentally and doing what it takes to clear my mind. And it's crazy because I was, I was that black person, right? I was that black person that was like, what is mental health? Um, what is anxiety? Like, it just didn't make any sense to me on how something like that, how your mind can control your body. But the mind is a powerful thing. So it, it really like, I almost had to humble me because I was that black person that was like, nah, you just need to keep it pushing. You need to just take a nap. You need to just drink some water. You need to just like, I've become humbled in my almost my ignorance about mental health and and sometimes with the mental health situation when you're going through anxiety it could put you in a place of being sad because it's like what is going on with me I don't know what's going on with me it makes me sad it would make me feel some type of way like because being the person that I am being a black woman being in the military I'm a control I'm gonna say it, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a control freak. So for me not to have control over myself and my faculties, and like I said, when you're having an anxiety attack and you're having a panic attack, let me tell you, it's coming through. It's, power, it's more powerful than you. You just have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself to get your power back. But in that moment when you're having that panic attack, oh, it's taking over, it's taking over. So you might as well just, it's like, like I said, it's like throwing up. You might as well just go ahead and push it out. And there's times where it's coming through my body, like I can feel it, like it's so annoying. I can feel it coming through and I try to clear my mind and clear my head and stuff like that. But it's like, oh my gosh, I wish it would just hurry up and happen. I wish it would just happen because 
these symptoms that I'm feeling in my body are so annoying. Like, <laughs> there's no other way to describe it. So let me tell, let me tell y'all a story real quick. So being that, um, so I was riding, I was riding in a vehicle, I was in a car and, um, overseas free, uh, this, this, this recently overseas and we're driving or whatever. Um, I don't know if I told this story, but I'm gonna tell it again for those that didn't hear it. So I'm at work and, um, there's so many people and not to mention we're over, we're overseas. So I'm at work and there's so many people coming through. There's so many people around. There's so many people. And being that I had deployed to a combat zone before, it started to trigger my anxiety. So I see all these people walking around, walking around, and it started to like make me feel some type of way. So I was like, and I started feeling these weird symptoms. And this is, this is probably like maybe three months ago. And this is like a new, these are new symptoms. So I'm like, you know what, let me go outside real quick. I need to get some air. So I go outside, I get some air and I'm like, you know, what? I'm good. Let me just shrug it off. Let me go back into work. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be that hard worker that I am and trying to, and not to toot my own horn, but you know what I'm saying? I take pride in, I take pride in what I do. I take pride in what my name is on. So I'm like, you know what, let me not, I don't want to be outside too long, you know, whatever situation may be. So, um, I go back inside and then I start feeling more symptoms. I feel like the room is spinning a little bit. Um, I can't really focus. Um, like the, my friend, the little contractor lady, um, shout out to her. She's talking to me and we're talking to each other and like, I can't even understand what she's saying to me. Like I stopped listening and I want to be, <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude, but she was talking to me and I stopped listening because I couldn't even wrap my mind around what she was saying. Cause my mind was spinning and my head was spinning and there was too many people around and it just started making me feel some type of way. So then, um, I went back outside and so you know, I was like, I went out there for like 10 minutes to catch my, catch my breath, get my mind together, shake it off. And so I go back inside and then by this time it's time for me to get off. So I get off or whatever, grab my backpack, start walking. So then I'm walking and I still, I start feeling real like, I feel like my body feels tired. Like I couldn't even walk. And everywhere you, everywhere you are in Kuwait, oh damn, I just said where I went, oh, whatever. Whatever you are over overseas or whatever, um, you have to um, you have to walk. So I'm walking, but I couldn't even walk. So I sit down on the T wall, and I'm like, "Damn, my, my body's so like depleted. Like I can't even move. Like I feel tired. Like it's not even. I just feel ick. And then I'm having like a little bit of a chest pain. I'm like, "Oh God, I feel bad." And so. Um, one of the one of the other NCOs pulls up or whatever, and um, he's all like, "You need a ride." And then I'm like, "Yeah, I'm jumping in the car. I'm like trying to be excited about it because I don't want to like give away that I'm going through something." And so, I get in the car. <laughs> I get in the car. <laughs> it's not even funny. So, <laughs> I get in the car. We're driving. We barely make it anywhere. Something about the door slams, and then my head like so. My head uh, my head goes forward. And then my head goes back, I bring my head back up. I slam the door and we drive like not even a, a millimeter and I jump out the vehicle. And I'm like, I gotta get out the car. I get out the car, jump out the car. And then all of a sudden 
this this panic comes over my body. Can't catch my breath. I can't breathe. And then there's it's it's, it's um two NCOs that pick me up, so I'm in the back seat, and I can't catch my breath. So my body, I'm like. My body, I'm going up, I'm going down, I'm going up, I'm going down. I can't breathe. Oh, my God, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And then, like, I squat down, and then I pick myself back up, then I squat down, then I sit on the T-wall, and then they're concerned because, like, oh, my gosh, she can't breathe. I'm in the middle. We're in the middle of the street. We're in the middle of the street. So um, I, 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 I sit down on the T-wall, and I, ca- I try to catch my breath. Like, it, it, feels like a, it feels like an asthma attack. And originally, when I had my first anxiety attack when I went to the hospital they gave me an inhaler because they thought I had asthma I don't have no damn asthma because if I was going to have asthma I would have had asthma I'm, I, at my first panic attack was I think I was 31 so and then uh, I've been stationed in Colorado anybody know this about and, and I've been stationed in Colorado Springs if you know anything about Colorado Springs the altitude is so high so there was no way I'd be able to have asthma and run in Colorado Springs. You have to be there to know what I'm talking about. The altitude is so high, it's like you can barely breathe. So, but anyway, um, I can't even I can't even catch my breath. Like it just feels like I'm dying and I can't I'm dying, I can't catch my breath. And this ha- this this lasted, this probably lasted two minutes or less, probably less than two minutes, because I was going through it and I couldn't um the time feels like it was going slow, so it probably lasted less than two minutes, and then finally. I'm not even kidding you. I sat on, I was sitting on a T wall, sitting on the little um, wooden block. for that abrupt um break you know but like I was saying I was having the um anxiety attack and I was having the anxiety attack it went on for less than two minutes and then finally when it was over I felt calm and then I felt stuck and so the NCO as I'm sitting down on the cement wall he comes over and sits next to me he's like are you okay and then I go into this blank stare for probably like 30 seconds. And then I snap out of it and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And it came and it, I know like they were looking at me like, what the hell's wrong with her? I felt like what the hell's wrong with me? Because I usually, I like to be in control over my faculties. I like when I present myself and when I'm around people, I like to be in control. And now that's probably the pro- part of the problem. Um, and so he took me to my room and um I felt it was crazy because I felt like embarrassed like I felt weird and I felt some type of way because it's like damn like what just happened and they're looking at me like what just happened and it was just a whole mess that like, I didn't really um yeah man I didn't really like all that I didn't really like how things went down but at the same time it is what it is and so yeah Right now I'm actually drinking 
Y'all gonna y'all might be upset. Okay, so I had coffee earlier, but right now I'm drinking tea, and I'm drinking the Tazo Passion Tea from Starbucks with a little bit of a green tea tea bag. It's a pomegranate green tea mix. Tastes good. I like the little tangy taste. I don't like a lot of sugar in my tea. Like teas like this, it has that hibiscus in it. So hibiscus flowers. But anyway, getting back to the story. And just speaking about anxiety, because people, I feel like I've been in, I've been that type of podcaster where I'm telling stories after the fact. And I'm, I mean, the story is after the fact, but I'll go through something or I went through something years ago. And then I tell the story, no, I'm going through anxiety issues right now. And then we live in this, um, only a part of, and that's why I have this love hate relationship with, uh, the Gen Z's because Gen Z's get it. I can talk to a Gen Z about anxiety before I can talk to a millennial or a generation X or let alone a baby boomer because they don't get it. It doesn't make sense to them. And it barely makes sense to me because this is something that I'm going through that I don't really understand. But for somebody to um, invalidate or tell me to just get over it, it's very difficult to deal with. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people don't, people don't hold that much weight with me. It is what it is. It is I, I, I feel, I know what I feel and I know that anxiety and having an anxiety attack that is some powerful junk it is powerful so unless you've ever had one you don't know and it's it's crazy it's powerful you have you might cry for no reason and it's not like you're depressed i'm talking about while you're going through the panic attack you shed tears because you are not in control over your body that's what pisses me off so but yes, I have formally, formally and finally been diagnosed with anxiety disorder. But I've been, to be honest, I've been going through anxiety issues or something to that nature, which I didn't really know what it was for years. Um, I know everybody's coming out of the woodwork because of the COVID, which is real anxiety because, you know, you come home, you need to wash your hands, you need to wash your stuff. So if you already had pre-existing anxiety, COVID didn't do nothing but make it worse. Not to mention um, the stress we put on ourselves because we're in a COVID state of state of, and I've done this to myself. Where we're in this state of not being around as many people as we as we normally are, where we go on social media and social media can uh, trigger anxiety too because you see people doing the most or doing this, and people don't share their lowlights; they only share their highlights. So you have people doing this, and I and I usually. Pride, I, used, I, I used to pride myself on going on social media and then knowing when to, to um, turn it off, knowing when to get off. And so when I felt some type of way, I used to know, let me click out of social media because it, it, it is what it is. Um, it, it's, it's a double-edged sword when it comes to social media. Like, it's good and it's bad at the same time. So I used to pride myself on knowing when to, to, to you know, log out or to stop scrolling. So in recent times, especially with this idle time that we have, and even being in the military, um, we're not moving in as much as we used to. We're not moving as much as we used to. We have more time. Um, especially when I was stationed in Colorado, we didn't stop moving. We moved, we went to the field from January till the beginning of November. And then we would stop going to the field till November, December, because that's the holidays. And then we'd be back at it come January. So I've always been, I'm not used, I'm used to the hustle and the bustle of things. 
So that's part of my structure. But getting back to social media, you'll see people in there, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. And it's like, you look around, you're like, damn, what am I doing? And this is real talk, you know what I'm saying? People might try to lie and be like, no, I'm good, I'm content with me, I don't have thoughts like that. That's a lie. Because you'll see somebody doing something and you'll be like, damn, what am I doing in my life? Maybe I haven't done this much in my life. Maybe I need to do better. Maybe I'm not doing this. And you start comparing yourself to people, which can cause anxiety because then you're like, I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing enough. And little did I know, I start doing that uncon- like subconsciously. Unconsciously because, and I'm just now like tapping into it like, you know, I'm doing the best that I can for the situation that we are in, for the situation that I'm in, and what's going on in my life. And now I know, stop scrolling. Or if I'm gonna be on social media, go to YouTube and find me a video that's gonna teach me how to do something or um, give me some words of affirmation or listen to music because music is my, music, you know how people have that thing that helps them do whatever they need to do, whether it's like video gamers and um, people that love to lift weights, which I'm, I like to lift weights, but it ain't something I'm passionate about. Music, and I can't sing, I can't sing a lick. Can't play an instrument. I tried to play the flute when I was nine, but music is like something that just makes my soul dance. Like it does something to me and I'm listening to music. Like you got princes, Prince, um, compared to you, like I'm listening to, it's like I'm listening to music for the first time that I've lived that's been around for years and really listening to like the notes and listening to the bass and the, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, I don't know a lot about music, but just really taking it into my soul. Like I'm listening to Prince, Brian McKnight, Tevin Campbell, uh, Tony Braxton, and I've listened to all these people for years, but it seems like it's doing something different to me. It's, it's part of my healing. It's part of me, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I know people have what, things that work for them, and I'm working on trying to get into meditation, but this music thing is like my meditation. And I love R&B. Um, I like some new music. I like some rap. I'm just like, oh, like 2000s, early, like two, early 2000, 2010. But R&B is just my, it's my lane. It makes me feel good. So that's kind of my remedy. That's my remedy outside of, that's my remedy outside of therapy is music. Listening to music, it just is what it is. Um, people might think like, why is she sharing all this? Why she want to put her business out there? Because I'm not the only one. And it's just, why not? We only live once and not to mention ain't nothing guaranteed. There's nothing guaranteed in this life, especially with this whole COVID going on. We don't know what's, what tomorrow will bring. So why not tell my truth? Um, it's just, and, and I, I, I mean, I'm gonna do updates and stuff like that, but I'm basically trying to figure out what is best for me and how to get myself on a more zen path and just trying to live every day to the fullest and calm and, and be calm and, and 
calm, calm my mind and calm everything down because I used to be worried about so many things and be worried about what I got going on, what, you know, what soldiers got going on, what the section got going on and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, I'm not about to um, lose my mind worried about this, that, and the third. I'm not going to lose my sanity. I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not. And so I think this is a time where the Lord probably came to me and was like, you need to relax and you need to calm down because this is starting. It, it went from just being rapid thoughts and rapid things to take it, trying to take over my body, like literally causing physical situations, literally causing physical reactions. And not to mention, I'm 33. So when people, when I was younger, people were talking about they're stressing me out, they're stressing and all this other type of stuff. I didn't really understand stress. I didn't really understand all that type of stuff. But if you put stress mixed with anxiety, whew, it's going to cause an issue. So right now, at this point, I'm in, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to do updates, but I'm in the mode of rehabilitating myself and my mind, like getting myself where I need to be and knowing what is worth my energy and what is not worth my energy and clearing my mind and clearing everything because I worked so hard to, um, I was always so focused on my outside and making sure, you know, I'm physically how I need to be and put so much thought into that, but I didn't take the time to really think about my mind and what I was doing to it. But like I said, I'll most definitely keep you guys updated on what's going on and all that jazz. But I, I have been formally, like I said before, formally diagnosed with anxiety disorder. And it's like, I think I'm... I'm happy about the diagnosis and then I'm not at the same time because I don't want to be diagnosed with anything. But at the same time, it's good to know that the, what I feel, what I felt is real and what is going on is real. It's not something, it's not a figment of my imagination. It's real. And it's just, it just gives me that, um, It gives me verification, certification. It gives me something that makes me feel like, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> and I share this story and I share this information because I know that there's other people going out there. And I feel like me sharing this is probably the realest thing. I don't even know if I'm going to go back and listen to it because I feel like this came from my heart. It came from my soul and it's my real life. And... um yeah, man. And I, do, I hope, and I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue to as I go on in my journey and my mental health journey and everything that I got going on and dealing with the anxiety disorder. I hope that I can continue to um, that the Lord still gives me the courage to spread my word, to spread what I learn and what I'm going through. Because we, as as people, as Black people, we. Um, don't share stuff like this because we don't want people to know. We don't want to be judged. And it takes courage and it takes a, a sense of bravery to actually tell your story when you're in your story. Because we tell stories after. People will tell their story after it happens. 
and I'm, I'm okay with it because I don't feel like, what can you do to me if I tell my story now? Nothing. Oh, she's going through stuff. People are going to talk about you. People are going to talk about you regardless. It don't matter. It doesn't matter if you use freaking Charmin uh, tissue or Angel Soft. People are going to have something to say about what you do. So, but yeah. I think I told you guys a story when I had the anxiety attack and I was in I was in my apartment and it was like one o'clock in the morning and I had to drive myself to the emergency room. And then I I don't know why, but I had on the most awkward looking outfit. I had on a bonnet, the biggest bonnet. I had on a trench coat. Um, no, I didn't have on a trench coat. That was another time I had on a bonnet, a hoodie with a with a bleach stain on it. Um, some pajama pants and I think I had on some type of boots out here looking crazy and I think that's that's when corona when, that's when the rona first started because I went in there without a mask on and they gave me they gave the first thing they did was give me a mask because that's what before we really knew what was what but yeah and I was up at one o'clock in the morning and I was like, what is going on with my body? Like I couldn't figure out what was going on with myself because I'm like, damn, I can't breathe. Like I feel like my damn, my throat was closing up and I'm walking around in circles like, God help me, God help me, God help me, God help me. Like what is going on with me? And I was um, at home alone. So I'm like, man, what's going to happen to me? I don't know what's going to happen to me. Somebody going to find me. I don't know if I'm about to, you know, I, it, 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 I'm going to be real with you. When you're having a panic attack and you have an anxiety attacks and stuff like that, it really feels like you're about to die. It really, and I'm going to put some emphasis on that. It really feels like you're going to die. So when I was in my apartment and I was like, I'm having a panic attack. I'm having, I didn't know, first of all, I didn't even know what it was really because I had, this was another time and I had different symptoms. I just knew that my throat was getting, like, I couldn't get air to my, to my throat, like, to my lungs, to my throat. I couldn't get air to my throat. I couldn't get air to my lungs. And so it was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Did my, I was dizzy. So then I was like, I was walking around in a circle. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I'm dizzy from walking around in a circle, but then my head was still spinning. And I was like, maybe I should lay down. And then I was like, maybe I should get up because what if I'm, I'm gonna die laying down. Then I was like, maybe I should get up. And then I started walking around my apartment. And it was just my thoughts, your thoughts are racing because you're like, I'm about to die. Man, y'all don't even know. I got stories for days and stuff that I haven't, very few people know. But yeah, and I had to take my, I had to get to the emergency room and they did, I've been to the emergency room three times for panic attacks and they did EKGs on me. They did x-rays on me, um, take blood, take vitals and I'm fine. And these, the first three times before I could really understand what was wrong with me. Like, I really didn't get it. And then I was just like, you know, and then on top of that, I wasn't trying to understand it because it wasn't logical to me. And me, myself, I'm a logical thinker. Like, if it don't make, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm that type of thinker. Like, that don't make sense to me. So I'm like, how could something in my mind and the way I think be influencing my body and trigger something for me to have these um, symptoms? Yeah, bro. 
then you go into the panic. And I know there's other people out there probably had the same situation. Then you go into your phone, right? You, you, you panic and you like, this is before the symptoms become really, um, before they come, become really like strong. So I'm going in my phone like, man, what do you do in case of a heart attack? What is a heart attack? Like I'm in my phone really Googling and I'm not even, it's not funny, but it's like, that's what happens. And I'm Googling it like, man, what's going on with my lungs? What happens if your lungs collapse? I'm thinking, I'm Googling everything I can Google because I don't know what's wrong with me. But then it's like, do I want to go to the hospital? But do I not want to go to the hospital? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, and like I said before, I'm always down to do a collaboration with any podcaster at any time. Well, not any time, but any podcaster on any type of, any subject that I talked about because all my episodes come from my heart. So... But that's real. That is real. And there's, there's, still, there's still more to the story, but I'm just going to give you all a little bit at a time. But it's, it, this right here, this is, a complete, this is a complete situation when it comes to my anxiety. There's nothing that's, nothing that's held back and there's nothing that's filtered. But there's other situations that are... Um, that probably gonna be other episodes, but this right here, anxiety is real, bro. I think I'm gonna go ahead and name it that because <laughs> there's no other title that would be more befitting than that. Anxiety is real, black people. So, um, I just spilled my whole guts to all y'all, but I'm cool with it. I'm so good with it. I'm so good with it. And there's nothing like, because I'm talking, right? So podcasting is almost like a therapy because I'm talking. I'm talking to how many, however many people listen to this, but at the same time, I'm letting what, how I feel, I'm putting it out on the table. And it's the benefit of podcasting is I'm not talking to anyone directly. I'm expressing how I feel from the inside and it doesn't need, it, it, I don't need to have a conversation with a person to get what I need to say out. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in real time having a conversation with a person and that is that's kind of therapeutic even though I have done collaborations with people before my original podcast started with me just talking and telling my truth so that's why I feel like it's therapy because when you go to therapy they allow you to just talk and talk and then they chime in every once in a while and ask you a question about what you're talking about and let you get to the answer on your own and sometimes I feel like I do that in my podcast where I'm talking and talking and talking and stuff just comes out like the realizations and, you know, things just come out of my mouth. And I'm like, I didn't even think that. Or I didn't even know that. If you go back into my, my first episodes and stuff like that, before I started doing collaborations, you'll see. It's just me talking, 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 talking. And it's, that's the reason why I started this podcast. And I don't want to ever forget that. I'm not looking for no clout. I'm not looking for no fame. I'm not looking for nothing. This is my therapy. And I had to get back to that because had you noticed, I had took a big break. And then me, by me taking that break, I feel like my anxiety spiked because I am not putting all my thoughts and all my feelings out on the table. So getting back to what I knew, because I did, I did um, the welcome back and then I did, um, damn, I can't remember the name of the episode. I can't even look right now, but I did two episodes for season six and then I haven't recorded anything else for season six. But this one will definitely be the third one for season six. And um, 
like I said, from the beginning, from the beginning of when I started this, was therapy, therapy for me. And I had to get back to making sure I do and take care of me. And this podcast is part of that. Because I went from having two anxieties and two anxiety attacks in two years to having rapid, rapid, rapid anxiety attacks. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and sip my tea. I'm drinking tea right now. I told y'all before. But um, yeah, man. And they even even, and I'm always down. Like if you follow me on IG, and I'm not like I said, I'm not out here clout chasing. I'm not out here trying to get followers. But if you want to add me on IG, Black Girl Coffee Shop Podcast, or you can add me on my personal page, which is Thick Fit Chick One, and you want to talk about something or you want to have a conversation and be like, oh yeah, that happened to me too. Just to connect. I'm all about connecting with people. Just to connect. I'm cool with that. Like, I'm not one of those people that uh, you write or you, ha- you have a conversation with and then they just act like they're too good to talk to you because I've, I've hit people up and then or tagged them in something and they just act like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, these are the people that listen to your podcast, so you can't be bothered. But I'm all about collaboration and, and unity, especially in these times, in the COVID times, <laughs> in COVID times, in 2020, I'm all about unity. So if anybody wants to hit me up, Hit me up on IG. Um, any podcasters want to do an episode together on this topic or any other topic that I talked about? I'm passionate about all my topics. Um, I'm down. And I think I'm going to go ahead and close this out here because that's all I have to say about anxiety uh, at the moment. So um, that's probably the, the name of this episode. Anxiety is real, black folks. <laughs> but um. Y'all take care, be blessed, and do what makes you better. Peace out. Tell you say the same that's